Hi, welcome to the As You Are podcast. Y'all, it's Emily and Anna, and we are back for another year of our podcast. It's 2023. It's going to be a great year for As You Are, and we're so excited that you're here with us. Today, we're going to lean into New Year's resolutions. All right. I can't believe it's the new year. I can't believe we did 19 episodes of our podcast last year. I'm so proud. I know. When I counted those at the end of the year, I was like, wow, it's a lot more than I thought we did. I know. I just had a blast and I'm excited for a new year. Me too. I think it's going to be a good year. 2023. I know. So crazy. How was your holiday and how is your new year going so far? Um, it was great. We were in Georgia for Christmas and stayed through New Year's, which was really fun. So Uh, fun. We did like a surprise 30th birthday party for Everett for New Year's. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, which was great. All of our friends have kind of like moved from Atlanta, but everybody was back for Christmas. And so we were like, let's do a surprise 30th birthday for him. It was Awesome. And he had no idea. His birthday is not until the end of January. So it was like, okay, he was not expecting it at all. (laughs) He's like, wait, who's this for? Yeah, literally, he walked in and was like, huh? (laughs) Which is kind of fun. But what about you? How was y'all's Christmas and New Year's? It was great. Christmas with kids is the next level. It is just so much fun. Jones is like a little over two and a half. And so so just picking out his gifts and playing with them on Christmas morning and all that kind of stuff was just the best. But literally on Christmas day, we had done all of our Christmas stuff kind of leading up to Christmas. And on Christmas night, we got back to our house and I'm not kidding. I took down the tree Christmas night. No. No, yeah, I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah, Christmas 100%. night. Christmas night. I took down the tree. Wow. I had a good reason though. Michael's office is downstairs. Okay. And that's where we put the tree. And we had decided that we really needed a playroom, so yeah. we moved his office upstairs with me and moved the playroom down to Michael's old office where the tree was. So I was like, get the stuff out of here. Yeah. I'm gonna make a cool playroom for Jones. And then when he woke up the next morning, we were like. Guess what? You have a playroom. Wait, that's sweet. It was really fun. Every day he's like, do you want to come with me in my playroom and close the door? <laughs> he's like obsessed <laughs> with closing the door. <laughs> he's like, this is my playroom. We can close the door. It's my room. Yeah, so it was great. I love that. That's really sweet. Okay, that's a good reason. Archery is um, currently still up. I need to take it down. I've been procrastinating. No, good for you. Keep basking in the glory of the season. Um, so let's just dive right in. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions today. Yeah. And so before we dive into that too much, do you have a New Year's resolution? I do. I have a few. Um, so one, I was like really convicted at the end of the year about waking up and getting on my phone. Oh, yeah. And saying I'm having a quiet time, but actually looking at Amazon or Instagram or whatever, checking my text. So one thing I've been doing in the morning is I don't even like my phone's on do not disturb until after I have my quiet time. And so I like keep it charging. Our room is upstairs. I go downstairs, like get my coffee and read. And it's crazy. It's like, I mean, y'all, it's only four days or three days into (laughs) the new year, five days into the new year. But I've already like noticed I don't know, like that 
tendency to want to grab or like check my phone is, yep. is becoming less and less. So I'm hopeful that that continues. That's um, great. Yeah. What about you? Um, I do have one. I am trying to close all of my rings every day on my watch. I've had it for three years and I've never even paid attention to them. And I was like, this will be good. I'll just move around more and it'll be a good daily checkpoint. And I'm also doing dry January. So a little reset. Yeah. So I know that everybody feels differently about New Year's resolutions. I have a lot of friends that hate them. And I have a lot of friends, myself and you included, that love them because Mm -hmm. they're just fun to dream. And I, I really don't get super bothered if I don't keep Every New Year's resolution, I just like to kind of set my intentions for the year is really the way that I see it. But we kind of wanted to address, I know a lot of people will set spiritual goals for this year. And in general, the idea behind these resolutions is that, you know, you'd be a better person this year or whatever it is. But the truth here is New Year, same me. (laughs) You know what I mean? We're not going to be changing all that much this year. So we just want to help reframe the idea of goal setting and especially spiritual goal setting in a way that feels peaceful and helpful and hopeful like it's intended to be. Yeah, because like goals are great. They're helpful. They can be used as like guideposts and measures of how we're doing, but they're not where our value comes from. And more often than not, like we end up next December, a lot of our goals have fallen by the wayside. For some reason this year, I'm really on like a goal kick. I'm like, I want to look back at the end of 2023 and be like, wow, I really grew this year. But Everett literally was like, can you imagine if we actually like next December had done all these things every day and started laughing? (laughs) And I got kind of mad. I was like, we are going to do them. We will. (laughs) And he's like. No, we're not. Like, we're just not. And that's okay. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong, but it's good to use them as, like, hey, I, I hope to be able to do this, and I hope to see growth in my life spiritually and personally, but not having it be, like, where our value is placed. Yeah, honestly, it's too easy to put all of your value in what we accomplish and how good we feel like we are. But I think if we can kick off this year with a new perspective that our goals are just guideposts, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. then we'll see growth either way. And if you're not meeting your goals midway through, you can always restart and just acknowledge it and say, all right, we're starting back at square one, but we're growing through the process. But speaking of resolutions, one of mine is to do my morning devotional again. I had gotten out of the habit. And so I've pulled out my two favorite devotional books, New Morning Mercies, and my utmost for his highest. So I was really encouraged this morning because I felt understood, mainly because a mainstream devotional was talking about how we all want to be perfect, but we can't be. And it's just not the point. Like even our relationship with God is not intended to be a display of us being perfect for him. It's intended to be a reflection of his grace as we walk with him daily. So anyway, one of my devotionals was talking about a passage in Galatians where Paul was basically getting on to the church Mm -hmm. because they were believing that they could earn their salvation or that it had anything to do with how good they were, especially compared to other people. 
it's so interesting that people in this ancient text have the same tendencies and problems that we do today, comparing ourselves to others, trying to be perfect, hoping we can be perfect. And I think this can have pretty serious implications in our relationship with God. If we enter the year thinking, I hope I can be perfect for God, then we're going to miss the mark and we're going to feel discouraged and we might miss out on some really important things that he has for us within those moments of, quote, failure, because he doesn't see that as failure. He just wants us to draw near to him and walk with him. The devotional that I was reading today was talking about how we don't really understand the depths of our sin and how much Mm -hmm. it separates us from God's perfection. And in turn, we also don't fully understand, because we don't understand our sin, how big of a gift His grace is and just how much it covers. So here's the paragraph in New Morning Mercies this morning that really encouraged me and then also reminded me and humbled me, if you will. Um, This is why the reality check of Romans 3.20 is so important. Paul writes, For by the works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight. So that's the end of the verse, and then it continues on. If you prayed every moment of your life, you could not pray enough prayers to earn acceptance with God. If you gave every penny of every dollar that you ever earned and every job you ever had, you could not give enough to deserve acceptance with God. If every word you ever spoke was uttered with the purest of conscientious motivations, you would never be able to speak your way into reconciliation with God. If you gave yourself to unbroken, moment-by-moment life of ministry, you could never minister enough to achieve God's favor. Sin is too big. God's bar is too high. It's beyond the reach of every human who's ever taken his or her first breath. Jesus perfectly fulfilled God's requirements so that in our sin, weakness, and failure, we would never again have to fear God's anger. This is what grace does. So as the children of grace, we obey as a service of worship, not as a desperate attempt to do what is impossible, independently earn God's favor. Hmm. So that one stuck out to me and encouraged me so much because we're not trying to be perfect so that we could impress God because we could never yeah, do that. But I think it's so such a good reminder, especially when we're thinking about goals, like nothing we can do can ever measure up. Like we right. are sinful. We will always be sinful and we can work towards goals, but like God had to send his son to die for us to cover our sins. And that's the only reason we can have a personal relationship with him because he has already done it. We don't have to do anything. But it's out of that acceptance and love that we do works. You know, like it's faith. Out of our faith, our works come. Like we shouldn't just be like sitting idly being like, well, whatever. I'm like accepted by God. I don't need to do anything. No, that's not the life he calls us to. Right. He wants us to walk with him every single day. Yes. And like we've talked about on the podcast, when we're walking in step with the Holy Spirit, it produces the fruits of the Spirit in our lives. So we really don't have to do anything. We just have to be near to him and spend time with him. And it's enough. The God of the universe extends us grace on a daily basis. So who are we to not extend ourselves grace? Like right. when we don't follow through on a goal. Like if you're 
like me, I tend to be kind of hard on myself and be like, well, I didn't do it, so now I got to stop altogether. But that's not like how God looks at us at all. He's like, he knows already that we're going to mess up. And he's yeah. extending us grace and saying like, that's okay. I love you. I accept you. Keep going. Like keep moving forward. Keep walking with me. I love that. I don't know. I think about that a lot of like, dang, we are like pretty self-righteous to think we can't extend ourselves grace as well, you know, when the God of the universe is extending us grace on a daily basis. Right. Maybe one of our as you are resolutions will be to extend ourselves and others yeah, Grace. I love that. Especially, yeah, when it comes to like if we mess up. Like if y'all have goals that you're setting for the year and you don't do them for a week, maybe even a month, don't stop. Like if you think about them again, keep going because yeah. more growth will happen if you continue to move forward rather than being like, well, I messed up once, so I've got to stop altogether. Yeah, that's so true. And I think this is all really closely related to such an important thing, which is realizing our need for God. And that is hard because it takes some self-awareness and humility to realize as much as I want to control my life, I can't. As good of a job as I think I can do at everything, there will always be someone that can do a better job. And I'll never be able to predict what's going to happen. I'll never be able to be perfect. So it's coming to the end of yourself and of all the striving and finding yourself at the feet of Jesus where you can say, Lord, I can't do this myself. I need you and I want to walk with you every day. So what do you think of when you think of walking with him every day? What does it mean to you to follow Jesus? These are some of the things that are so great to think about this time of year because Things are a little slower right now, and as the year speeds up, we're just not going to have time to sit and reflect on what do I want my spiritual life to look like this year, because the year will already be happening to us, and we'll just think, okay, we'll start over next year. So let's think about it now. Let's take this time, whatever you're doing, whether you're driving or in the grocery store or on a walk, and just start to open your heart up to the Lord. Ask Him honestly, Lord, what does it look like? to walk with you daily, not just when something spiritual comes up, not just on Sundays. What does it look like to invite you into every aspect of my life? How do you want my 2023 to go? If I made no plans and I only relied on you, where would you want me to go? And just allow him to show you. I think it could be really good to pray Mm -hmm. this prayer once a week for the rest of the year just to keep your heart open to what the Lord wants to do. And I'm joining y'all on this one because I tend to invite Jesus to come and bless my plans. I'll be like, (laughs) okay, here are my resolutions. And I made them on my own. And Lord, would you bless these? (laughs) These are good. And they might be great, like you know? But what would it look like if we came to Jesus with no plans and said, Okay, Lord, I'm listening. Whatever you want, I'll do it. I think it would be powerful. I think that's really good. And it's also like that's a really cool way to invite Jesus into it and then to be able to walk alongside him and what he's doing in your life. Yeah, I'm a control freak. I don't know about you. So just the idea of saying I have no plan (laughs) gives me hives. 
But that is part of what Mm -hmm. strengthens our faith is as we see him doing these powerful things in our lives and through our obedience, then we start to realize, oh, I can trust you. And oh, you do honor my willingness. Yeah, definitely. And just praying like, Lord, would you open my eyes to the ways I am falling short and the ways that like you are calling me to more, you know, like Mm, yeah, that we might not be able to see right away. One of my like prayers for the beginning of this year, I was like, Lord, I want to grow in wisdom this year. And so Mm. I decided, okay, I want to read a proverb a day or like a part of a proverb a day because that's the book of wisdom. And yesterday morning in Proverbs 3, the beginning of it, it talks about how we should be giving like the first fruits of everything we have. So Yes. The first fruit back in the day was like essentially your paycheck to God and then he will like multiply it. But like first we have to give that. And like the best. Yes. It's the best of what you have. And I was so convicted. I literally texted Everett and I was like, we need to be better about tithing because this is like total transparent mode, but we have not been amazing at that this year. Yeah. Because of a lot of different reasons but it's like no we should be trusting god first with what we have and then allowing ourselves to live from what's left and trusting that he's going to do what he says he will do which is multiply it just he'll provide what you need yeah because i always used to think if i tithe then maybe i'll get rich (laughs) yeah (laughs) like which is not like when i was in high school i remember thinking like okay so let me get this straight if I tithe and I trust you to give my money, then I will. It will be multiplied. Like, so is this I'm like gonna investing? make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it's like so easy to take yes. all of these biblical principles way out of context, and I am so not good at this, and not good at trusting the Lord with my money or a lot of other things. And so, what a good yeah. practice in faith because we are breaking our allegiance to money and material things and we're placing our trust in the Lord and we will see spiritual growth in ourselves and we'll even be able to participate in what God's doing in the world around us. He might be getting ready to answer a prayer through your generosity. So I want to be willing to see that and and that's high on my list this year. And that's like just a good example of a goal that I probably wouldn't have come to on my own. But I do feel like the Holy Spirit really brought that to mind yesterday morning. And I was like, okay, I need to be better about that. So yeah, here's hoping. Here's to 2023. <laughs> yes. And we have each other. Yeah. Um, and we have the podcast as a place where we can just keep being honest about these things, talking about them, and just working towards it together. Yeah. So just to kind of close us out, Um, There's a verse in Ephesians chapter 2, it's verses 8 through 9 that Emily and I were talking about earlier today. And the verse says, um, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So good. Yeah, it's such a good, I mean, the Bible talks a lot about this, of like we're saved through faith, not works. But that is such a good reminder for all of us as we wrap up that goals are great they're really good like guardrails to keep us going and moving forward and growing but they're not the end-all be-all like 
we are not defined by if we reach our goals or not. We are defined by Jesus and by who he says we are. And our value is in him. It's not in our own goals. I don't know. We just want to like leave y'all with that verse. Yeah, that's so good. And in light of the fact that we could never be good enough or earn our salvation, we don't need to set you know, New Year's resolutions for our spiritual life. But I think it could be really helpful for all of us as a group to just individually and in your own time come up with something that you want to start this year in your walk with God. So maybe it's a goal, maybe it's a practice, maybe it's a word, maybe it's an intention, but something that you want to claim over your spiritual life this year. Like even say like, all right, I want to try this for a month and see how it goes. Um whatever it is for you. Like I know we've talked about a few of ours for the year. One thing that I used to do in college and then like haven't done it anymore, I think just because life has gotten busy, but I used to try and take a morning a month and like turn off my phone and go to a coffee shop and just bring like my Bible and my journal and maybe a book I was reading, Um, which was such like a great way for me to like actually reconnect with Jesus and take time to pause. Mm. Um, I don't know. So that's, that's an example. Idea. Like that's something I want to try again this year. We'll see. Like hopefully I'm able to do it. But I think that that time away with Jesus is so important. So that's like one thing that I've thought about for the year. Yeah. Another idea is if you don't feel like you have the time to commit to something big, Um, Maybe you could start with something as simple as undivided attention. So maybe just find a quiet place for five minutes every morning Mm -hmm. right when you wake up and go to a certain place and just pray for five minutes. There's also Passion has a daily podcast and it's about five minutes long and they go through a scripture um, and Ben Stewart is who leads it. Like that could be awesome too. It's like, all right, this month I'm going to listen to the Passion Daily Podcast on my walk to class every day. Or, oh, I love that. I don't know. That's like just an easy example. They're normally like going straight through a book. That's perfect. I'm going to add that to mine. So in closing, we love you girls. We're really excited for a new year. And if nothing else, we hope that today served as a reminder that By the grace of God, our works do not equal our right standing with Him. So wherever you were last year, wherever you want to be this year, God is so in love with you and made you just how you are and is just ready, if you're ready, to walk with you every day. And so that's kind of what our intention is for the podcast this year. Our other two resolutions that we mentioned earlier are that we would be able to give ourselves grace and give others grace when we mess up and that we would work on being generous. Mm -hmm. So I love the idea of us focusing on these things together this year. I'm really excited for it. And in general, we will not be perfect ever. Nope. And so let's not try. Let's not even try. Don't set that as a goal. (laughs) Don't set that as a goal. (laughs) So We do not support that. No, we don't. Go ahead and expect some mess ups. And then I think you'll be in the right place to be encouraged this year in your spiritual life. So this is your reminder to find some quiet time and set your intentions for your spiritual life this year. But that's all we have for you today. And Anna, do you mind praying for us? I'd love to. Uh, 
Jesus, thank you so much for a new year and just a new beginning. Thank you um, for Emily and for this podcast. God, I just pray for each girl that's listening to this right now. Lord, would she feel encouraged and um, inspired to remember that it's not about being perfect. It's about walking with you. And so, God, would you give us the courage and the faith to walk alongside you? We just say we love you and we trust you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. So, if this is your first time listening to our podcast and you're wondering who we are, As You Are is a community of college-age women. We have Bible studies. We have a worship night each semester. Our very first Bible study started on the University of Georgia campus, but now we have all sorts of campuses. So go to our website, ayaministries.com, for more info. And we'll see you next Sunday for our next podcast. All right. Bye. Bye.